This episode of Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone Podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness and Wellness. The best in fitness, wellness, public speaking, health coaching, and more. Find out promo codes and information at contifitness.net. This episode is also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with online health coaching from High Five Health and Fitness. High5healthandfitness.com. And finally, do you want the most optimal health and improved performance in your life, check out Vox Life. They are a company that reduces pain, increases strength, endurance, increases stability, balance, and enhances range of motion, provides for faster reaction times. Check out all the promo codes for insoles, socks, you name it, at twofitcrazies.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, it is actually a beautiful Friday here at yeah. the Jersey Shore. Uh-huh. Feeling good. It's like it's not even January. Longest month ever. Yeah. Right? Oh, I don't even feel yeah. like January's been going on and on and on. Forever. Right. Yeah. The days are like, what day is it? It's like is another it Monday? Week. Is it what? It's like another week in January. Yeah, I think so. I think they do that on purpose. Just Draw it Someone's out. adding hours. We're not yeah. sure. Like July's never this long. No, it's not. <laughs> nope. July's like two weeks. July's, a July's like two weeks long. <laughs> it is. August <laughs> is like maybe three. Like yeah. Oh man. Those other weeks you don't really get them in July. We no. tacked them on to January. Mm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Not that. It's all good. What the? F- what are we complaining about? We got nothing to complain. Hey, about. you know what? They're just days. We make the best of Conti. I just did this post on one of my pages. I'm a part of this transformation challenge and I called it, um, uh, what the heck was it? It was like, get fired up Friday. <laughs> that's what I, And I jumped on the live and I was like, that's it. Right. We're getting fired up on Friday. I don't want to hear your excuses. Today's the day. Yeah, let's do it. I was like, you're going to pull it together this weekend. I'm like, it's going to be, we're going to make great choices and you know, you want it. Go get it. I don't want to hear your excuses about it. It was, right. you know, it was a little my favorite is uh, the little cartoon with Piglet and Pooh, where the Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, where he, you know, he said, "Do you know what today is?" And he says, "Today's the day we burn this motherfucker to the what? ground." <laughs> oh my god, we've already earmuffed it, and that's it. Right? We're, We're gonna, gonna burn the it. episode. We're gonna burn it to the ground. Oh my gosh, I thought you were gonna say something wholesome. I'll bleep it. Oh jeez. Because this episode is going out to Oklahoma City, Brian. <laughs> That's good. Straight to Oklahoma. I'm Some really wholesome pumped. wholesome folks out there. Yeah. Speaking of wholesome, we just had Trisha Silverman, episode 79. Yes. Who, phenomenal nutrition. Wholesome we whole foods. Xanthan gum. We talked <laughs> if it falls from, the, falls from a tree and grows in the ground and swims in the sea. It's oh, for me. It's for me. Which is, she was great. Great nutrition advice. So please make sure you check that out if you have yet to hear 79. Because we're on to 80 today. 80. 80 with Miss Chris Claiborne, who, you want to hear some inspiration? Get ready for it. 
she's got some excitement. It's uh, it's it's really cool. She's coming from Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. uh, where she just moved out of a smaller town in in Oklahoma to uh, to move on to some bigger and better things. But she's already been on to bigger and better things. Yeah, I mean, she she's has. got a, a litany of uh, of honors on um, underneath her so far uh, in fitness and and in presenting and and. Uh, and in some of the uh, conferences, and she's designing, uh, you know, some some programs for people and and helping lots of women um, in, in the area. Uh, and she goes into it. It was really a great listen. She's um, she's on point with a lot of this thing, and it's another example of um, people who are using um, their past experience and their spirit. Uh, Along with the fitness and the nutrition mm-hmm. and the you know the healthier aspects of living and and you know kind of using empathy to um, to steer the boat around their programming right for people um, exercising is one thing right eating well is another thing um, and none of it can make a whole thing right we right. need to have those other parts of the of, of the uh, of the equation in there too which is thinking well feeling well um, you know being well uh, and and just like you know, not living in your past, which, you know, doesn't define you for the most part. And, uh, you know, living for right now, which uh, we can leveling do a up. lot with. Leveling, leveling up. up. And, yeah, failing up. That, right. Those are the two things that really, really stuck me from this that I hope you, I hope all of you listeners will enjoy because she's going to talk about not letting fear get in your way and without overcoming and really getting scared and out of that comfort zone, you may miss out on a lot of things in life that, may be the most important and game changing for you and, and the people around you. And, and that's, I think the most important thing that we, uh, we need to keep in mind as we go forward in the world. Is it, uh, you know, is it, is our decisions really, you know, something that we can, we can stand behind every single day and say, yes, I, I did this and and I own it and who's who I am and here's why I'm doing it. And it's really great. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you guys to hear this. Chris is awesome. Very good. So with that said, let's uh, let's get on it. Episode 80, 80, unreal, of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Chris Claiborne from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Peace. Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are Too Fit Crazy and the microphone we are where it's at Brian how you doing on this January day lovely lovely woke up eyes hit the ceiling it's always a good thing right nice as opposed to looking straight down if no, you're like, it's like as down opposed to them not opening up at all you okay. know what I mean today's a good day it is a good day felt right? good this morning had a little had a little recovery yesterday was feeling a little overwhelmed with work and a little <laughs> what is recovery in Conti's world recovering in Conti's world is this I only had like one and a half workouts worked for like 12 hours but I did not teach extra classes or do extra trainings I took 
I listen to my body. The weather's been really crazy. You guys know that, you know, I deal with a lot of health issues. And when the weather swings about 50 degrees and the barometric pressure goes up and down, I'm like a bird. I'm like, I got to fly south. I can't be in this cold. It's crippling. So, um, yeah, so I actually was like, you know what? I need this. I need a little physical relief knowing that every other day is like three or four or five hours of physical work. Um, you know. And, uh, I actually, good. I actually, with, good. with like the way that things have worked out with a busy schedule and, and things, I, I took, um, a couple of days off of, from train, running, from running, not from training, from right. running, you know, which in the middle of a marathon block is rare two days in a row. I mean, the, the occasional day here and there, but then I, yesterday was like a crazy rainy, like awful day and which I'm not opposed to running in at all, but I would just, and then the schedule was crazy too. So it's like, all right, maybe I'll do it later. Maybe the rain will be gone by then. And then by that time it was gone. And, uh, and my, but my schedule was, was, was crazy. So, uh, I, yeah, I feel good too. You right. know, it's amazing what a couple of days off will do for you. Right. Stress plus rest. Know, man. <laughs> Stress plus rest equals growth. Nice. Hammer down. So speaking of growth, we have uh, an amazing guest for everybody today. This is episode number 80 uh, of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone. And we are bringing to you right now the amazing Chris Claiborne from Oklahoma. Welcome to the show, Chris. How are you? Ooh. I am amazing. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's been quite a quite a long time in the making too, Chris. I know that we we talked about this, I think like a year ago at least. Right, we did. And um I always say, you know, things things work out when the time is right and finally all of our schedules worked out and we're so happy to have you because you are quite the uh quite the mover and the shaker and are out there to inspire the world, which is obviously why we are doing what we're doing with the podcast. And don't stop is what I want to tell you. Um, but, <laughs> but what are, so where are you at right now? So where are you in Oklahoma? Right. So um, first of all, thank you so much. It has been about a year since we first talked about this. And I, I'm just so excited to finally be making this happen. And so as of right now, I just made a big move to Oklahoma City. Um, I was originally from a small town called Ada. Um, and now I made a big move to, to the city about a month ago. And I am now working for Lifetime Fitness here. It's been open for about maybe four or five months. And so I've been able to um, grow and and enter a new culture, enter a new city, and, and I'm pumped. It's a great city. I have family down in Oklahoma. I think when, when we met uh, in Philly at SCW, I, I told you that. My, uh, my uncle is a professor at Still, in Stillwater. And at, right. uh, yeah, at Oklahoma State, uh, retired just last year actually. But they're you know my aunt and uncle and my two cousins have lived there their their entire li- their entire lives. And uh, my cousin is a prosecutor. I think he's a state prosecutor in Oklahoma City now. He's like this like kid that you never would have pinned to be an attorney, and now he's like in OKC. Uh, and uh, it, it's a great town. It's a really great town. They've got great energy, and uh, it's a fit town too, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is is extremely friendly here. So I'm really thankful for that. I was a little worried because from a small town, everybody is just family there. And so I was scared when I moved to a big city. I didn't know if the friendliness would still happen. But actually, it, it did. Everybody is just really welcoming. Everybody has the same mindset of success, growth, leadership. And so I'm inspired every day. 
So Chris, this, so here's where I want to go with this. I met you actually a couple years ago at the SCW fitness conventions and you actually won one of the fitness idol competitions, which our listeners, um, if you don't know about that, every single, um, fitness convention usually has a, has a competition and everyone who is, you know, brand new or coming up with a program can, can compete and have almost, what is it like six minutes or four minutes of, of fame. It's almost like your elevator pitch of your program. Um, and to win a chance to present on, you know, on a large scale and you actually threw your name in and won that. Now, what city was that? Right. Um, it was in Dallas actually. So you threw your name in, what did you present? What was, what was the program called? Um, so first I, I actually threw my name in, um, the year prior and I lost and then I thought there's, you know, there's no way I'm going to do this again. And then last minute threw my name in, decided to present a new format. Um, and I just called it hit hop, um, hit stood for high intensity interval training hop because I was trying to merge hip hop and high intensity interval training in a dance format. And so um, probably five, 10 minutes before the competition, um, I wrote a description, hit hop and, um, talked about who I was, where I was from. And I just thought, you know what? I need a lot of enthusiasm, make eye contact. And a good friend of mine, Elena Sanders actually, um, pumped me up and encouraged me to go for it. So I had three minutes to show this format that I had just put together and I did it. I went all out and I ended up winning. Awesome. So how do you know Elena Sanders? Obviously we're we're very uh very big Elena Sanders she's fans. A, she's a past guest. <laughs> she is she a sang for us. Star. So how did how did yeah. that connection happen? Um so actually it happened probably an hour or two prior to the to the competition. I signed up I actually first heard of her because she was a keynote um the entertainment before the keynote. And so I became a huge fan of her because she just got the crowd going. She was singing, she was high energy. Um, and so she instantly just caught my attention. And so I had followed her um, on social media and then I saw that she was presenting at Dallas. And so I took her session and at the very last part of her session, she had everybody choreograph. Um, like three minutes of a song that she provided. And so I did my thing. I showed it, I showed it to the, to the class and she pulled me aside and she said, you, you have something, you need to go for it. And I was, I was just against it. I said, no, I lost the year before. I'm not going to do this. It was embarrassing. I just, I don't think that I can win. And she did not let me um, say that about myself. She said, you have to do this. I will be there. I did it. I won. And I know that you can. And so I pursued it. And so I had just met her about an hour or two um, before the competition. And so then I did it and I saw her there. She was dancing with me and then I ended up winning. And then we just became good friends after that. So it was, it was a crazy story, but it was meant to happen. That's the, that's the best, Chris. I didn't know that. I didn't know that story. It, that's so important for everybody to realize that, you know, it, you see people and you're like, oh, you look at all this fame and look at all this great stuff is going on. But to hear the background of, wow, that was embarrassing. I'm not doing that again. And I mean, 
you do this for people, and I know you said it about Elena, but not letting people be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I tried already. And hey, I fail every day at many things. Brian, help me out here. Oh, yeah. No, you're a failure. I am. And that's cool. (laughs) I help you out. (laughs) People say no to me all the time. And I'm like, that's cool. Whatever. Next. I think that's awesome. Awesome. So now you go on to, so you win this SCW Idol. And now what happens? So I won the SCW Idol. And then I had Elena as a mentor. I also had kelly roberts as a mentor um and they just kind of helped me build this format and and really take kfit to the next level and so i i presented in florida for the first time a few months later um and then i was able to um, get connected with axel which is a up-and-coming format i was able to partner with power systems and then I also was able to attend other manias, present my format. And so after that competition, everything just went forward and leveled up each time. And to think that I almost let fear get in the way of this just blows my mind. And so it's a message to all and a message I try to spread um, every day is we cannot let fear get in the way of what we want to accomplish because we're going to fail. But if we fail, it's actually a good thing. We want to fail that way. We can learn from it and go for it. We want to level up every day. And so my life has just completely changed from that competition. And I'm so thankful. It, it is, you know, failing up is a, uh, is a thing, you know, we fail up all the time. It's uh, you know, and, and, and not, not showing up, I think is like you said, is, is where, uh, you know, is where we truly fail and not throwing the hat in the ring. And, and look, you were in the right place at the right time, you know, when you meet the right people. But none of that happens without your talent, right? You're clearly very talented enough where they thought they believed in you and, and you win the idol, you know, the competition. Um, you know, and, and you've taken it even further. So what is KFIT? Tell us what KFIT is. How does it work? What do you do with it? Right. So KFIT is, is a brand that I started about four years ago and it really just happened by chance. Um, I had a family friend who was bought um, a block of of buildings and said, Hey, I know you're into fitness. I know you can inspire people. Do you want to, do you want to take one of these, these buildings from me and open a studio? And I thought, yeah, let's do it. And so very quickly I jumped in, thought of a name, which was Kfid. You have um, the best friends. Seriously, Brian and I are looking at each other, and I'm like, "Where's our friends that ask us that?" Right? I've been extremely lucky. I've been I've been lucky to have the right people come into my life, and so it all just happened by chance. And so, damn I you, had, friends! I, yeah. So I had that um I had that studio for maybe four or five months, and it was in a it was in a neighboring town really really small and so i went full force um opened up kfit did my thing um and then i actually failed completely so that was one of the big big first fails that i've um ever went through in my life and and i had to stop doing that i wasn't making any money in fact i was losing um because it was just too far and everything just wasn't aligned and so i really had to swallow my pride and, and close the doors on it. And I took 
um, some time to really rethink and reshift my focus and created a new plan. And so once KFIT, the actual studio shut down, I decided to become a contract worker and start working out of colleges, out of local businesses and really start small instead of as big as I did. And I became a contract worker for a university, for um, a Native American tribe and still kept KFIT, was able to be contracted as KFIT. And that's where I truly found success. Um, But I had to go through that big fail to create KFIT and that's where my blessings started. So I'm I'm really appreciative of that first big fail I went through. So now with KFIT, are you right. obviously, you know, you're you're providing inspiration and fitness and whatnot. So what um what do you find? What is your what is your passion? What is your I guess your platform, your message with your brand? So I something that always comes to my mind whenever I want to spread a message is I strive to be who I needed when I was younger. So that's kind of the driving force behind it because I had some, I had a hard um, childhood in some instances and I made wrong decisions and I went through things that I probably could have avoided, um, but I didn't have, certain leadership that I believe could have helped me. I I had a lot of gaps and I wasn't hanging out with the right people. And I just put myself through things that were unnecessary. So now as a adult, I want to help young women, but also women who are moms, women who are older, women who might think it's too late, um, women who have lost themselves or women who just have a, a closet full of of ghosts that they don't think they can get over. And I want to inspire them to say that you you're unfinished. You're, you got to get up and you got to keep fighting because I know what it's like to feel like you're unworthy, to feel like you're not enough or to have made mistakes that you think are going to last forever, but you're not, you're not your past. So get up and fight for your life. And so my true message is to, um, lead by example to be who you needed when you were younger and to to always look to level up because there's always a level above where you are so we have to search and we have to fight for that level amazing amazing pow seriously that's that's what this is about and i think it's unreal that you were able to identify that and my question to you is i know all of us go through, you know, go through different points in our life where, you know, I wouldn't be able to be who I am if I did not fall on my face here or if I did not go through this. And, you know, I I always tell people when they ask, you know, what, what's it like having, you know, gone through this or health issues. And I'm like, these are your gifts and it's your mindset. You can see things as, you know, as this terrible anchor that weighs you down, or you see it as something liberating. Like, here's my gift. I can empathize with people and I can, help you get to the point that you need. And obviously that's something that you recognize. Now, as when you were younger, were you always into fitness? Was that something, did did you envision this for yourself or, you know, or did this come later? No, this, this came later. And in fact, I was always a soccer player. I played college soccer and, um, I got a really great scholarship out of high school. So I decided to 
pursue it. And so I played soccer. And in fact, I was a criminal justice major for my first two years of, of uh, college. I wanted to be a police officer and my dad was not having it. He kept trying to talk me out of it um, because he just thought it was dangerous. And he thought that Chris, I, you would be an awesome police officer. I'm just going to throw that out there. It just in case I think I, I could see that, You'd but from a father's cool. perspective, yeah, you not know. from a father's, but yeah, I would yeah, yeah. really, I'm just, you know, right. Well, I appreciate it, but my, my dad was actually in the army. And so he was always trying to stray me away from joining the army, joining the Marines, which was something that I wanted to do when I, before I was 18 and he just was not having it. And so he was constantly trying to stray me away from that, uh, field and kept saying, Chris, you need a business degree. You need a business degree. You would be great at marketing. You're good at public speaking. You're this and that in the business world. And I just thought, no, dad, I want action. I want adventure. I want, I want thrill. And so I did that. And, um, my life changed because I wasn't living up to, um, expectations in, on the soccer field. And I became depressed my, uh, end of my freshman into my sophomore year and completely just lost myself. I, I lost my identity. I gained a lot of weight, um, and I just stopped caring about really anything other than temporary fun, other than temporary satisfaction. That's what my goal was in life. Whenever I was a end of freshman into my sophomore year of college, I just was looking for the quick, fun, quick fix, quick healing. And I didn't want to deal with the real world. And so once that happened, um, I went through this spiral downward path and, um, a friend of mine actually was like, Chris, you're better than this. You can, you know, you can change your life. Um, and she asked me if I wanted to go to this gym back in my hometown and, and, uh, her personal trainer. And I said, sure. What do I have to lose? I've gained a lot of weight. Not sure where my soccer career is going. And so I went back home. I met the trainer. And uh, he is really, truly the person that changed my life. I decided to um, move back home, transfer schools. And my goal um, the summer going into my junior year was to start on a new soccer team and become a leader within that team. And um, I lost uh, about 15% body fat, lost about 20 pounds and became a starter and my life changed. I found a love for health and fitness. Um, I became an apprentice under that personal trainer that I had signed up with. And then I got a job under him and he really um, led me to becoming a group fitness instructor. And then I became a personal trainer. So um, I really had to go through a lot of fails in life <laughs> to find success. And this is why I'm so thankful for my story is because um, failures can really get you down and they can really make you think that you are not enough, but you are, you are. Use your failures to fail up then to level up. And so that's, that's how I found health and fitness was by gaining a lot of weight and losing myself. It, it's like, I mean, look, Chris, you're talking to Brian Prendergast here <laughs> and, um, uh, 
and the bro- like and the broken girl no and, and, and like and everything like i wrote it down you know like the lack of leadership at a young age right check brian prendergast uh you know dropping out of sports when things weren't quite going your way way check boom uh looking <laughs> for the quick fix like just having a whole lot of fun like far too much fun like quick fixes that lasted you know years and years and years and years and uh you know relationships with uh, people places and things and like that uh and then and then from there you know finding your way back into into good health and fitness and then and then you know and, and consider having it like fitness is medicine really you know fitness was your was was a cure for you and and me too and and just restarting everything with that and really using all of those like is any of it a failure then right like do i consider any of it a failure or am i grateful as hell for those failures and every single beating i've taken because it's put me exactly where it is right now and like christine said to use that empathy right no one's walking in my door that it's like you know it's gonna tell me a story that's like gonna like amaze you know like that it's something i haven't chances are lived <laughs> in my life right you know like, fortunately and unfortunately like right for better time. or worse right. like for what you know what i mean it's like and and it's like those are the things that that we can all work out right we can all eat really well right but those are not the things that really we consume that make us whole it's everything right. else. And we can see that in people, right? I know that you can see that in people and that empathy that you have to help them, not just make them fit, right? Exactly. It, exactly. And I truly think that for a long time there, I kept thinking like, oh, why is my, why does my life suck? Why is this happening? Why is it one big fail after the next fail? And so really now I'm, I tr- truly am so thankful for it because not only did I hit rock bottom, but I feel like I had to hit rock bottom to find my way up, to find my way to the light, to find my way to success. And so I think that those failures has shaped me and it's given me a hand up on how to be compassionate with other people who are going through things because I've been there. I know how to train women who feel broken because I've been there and I wouldn't be who I am truly um, if that stuff didn't happen to me. And so it's really shaped my mindset and it's shaped my heart to serve others in a way that I know I needed whenever I was at that point. I'm going to, I'm going to read this. All right. Ready? This was, I posted this. I saw this the other day on the two fit crazies in a microphone (laughs) podcast page. And it got like a bazillion hits for some reason. (laughs) It was bizarre, but I thought of Brian, I put it up and it says, you can eat all the kale, drink the alkaline water, take the supplements, do Pilates, hit the gym. But if you don't deal with the stuff going on in your heart and your mind, you are still unhealthy. Unhealthy. Oh yes. That is so good. And I feel like that is what fitness is about. And I know, Chris, even when I started in the fitness industry and going to conventions and taking classes, and even when I first started presenting, you have to have a mindset of it's not about, A, it's not about you. It's not about us, the trainers, mm-hmm. or the, or it's about your clients. It's about the people. And it, and I hate using the word client because it's almost, I almost feel like the people that I work with are not clients. They're, right. they're so much more than that. And Mm -hmm. you could get, you can go out and you could find a trainer who's going to give you a program and tell you to do this, this, and this, and this. But the people who are truly successful are the people who ask you the tough questions. Like you said, Mm -hmm. the tough questions of, I understand you're unhealthy. What's going on? Well, I just eat poorly. Well, 
why? You know, I mean, we say all the time, the person who's 600 pounds is not 600 pounds because they're hungry. There's some, mm-hmm. what are you trying to fill? Right. You know, the person Ex- who over exercises, what, you know, there's something, there's something there. And that right. is, that is the secret. You know, there's no, there's nothing else. There's no, you know, what do I do? I don't know. Let's examine your mind. You know, let's turn you upside down and shake out whatever's in your pockets and see what falls out. There it is. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I have really learned that over time that it's truly not on, it's not what's on the surface. So it's not someone, just someone wanting to overwork out, or it's not someone who's wanting to overeat. Um, it's not really what's on the surface. It's about what's going on deep down inside. And so as a, as a trainer, as a coach, I have found that I am searching to find what's inside. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you not doing what you should be doing? And it, it truly is a way to change people or to be a part of their journey when you can understand where they're coming from and not just write a program and say, all right, get on the treadmill or do the burpees or be a, be a coach who just starts the time and stops the time because anybody can start a time and stop a time. Anybody can truly Google a workout and give it to somebody, but it takes someone full of passion and full of compassion to be able to change someone's life for the rest of their life. So what is your goal now? So now that, you know, you are presenting at, you know, the, at the national level, which I'm going to ask you about in a second, um, now that you are presenting and you are working with Lifetime, what is your, what is your goal? Where do you see yourself and your program going? You know, I, this is such a big change going from what I was doing. I was teaching about 26 group classes, um, a week. And Yikes, now Chris. Oh my gosh. Right. I was teaching <laughs> a lot of group fitness, uh, classes on top of traveling for, you know, SEW and idea, but now with lifetime, um, it's a little bit different. I am doing more personal training and I'm doing, um, group fitness, but it's been leveled out a little bit differently. And so my goal just as a person is one to continue to level up in a culture where there's a lot of other people who are leveling up. And so I, I'm surrounded around other fitness professionals who are better than me. And it pumps me up because like I told, I met a consultant for Tony Robbins yesterday and she came and spoke to lifetime. And afterwards I spoke to her and I said, I'm going to take your job. And she, she <laughs> thought it was like, she gave me a hug and she's like, hell yeah, that's what I want to hear. And so, although I say it in a joking friendly way, it's true. Like if you're better than me, I want to, I want to beat you. I want to, I want to take your job. And I say that in a way that, that inspires me because you are better than me. And I'm, I'm chasing the dream. I'm chasing, um, another level because there's always another level up. And so specifically I'm looking more into public speaking. I would love to get, um, a life coach certification. I would love to be a public speaker and, and turn it more, into motivation along with health and wellness and not just provide workouts or provide like an hour long session of dance fitness. I want to truly change lives with a strategy with, with my words, but combine 
public speaking, health and wellness, and really be a, a true advocate for, for change because it is possible. And there's your podcast. There you go. There you go, Chris. <laughs> there <we> go. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, it's a great platform. It's been a great platform for us, and it's and it's something that you well, everything you just said is is you, and you and you can speak publicly without being in front of rooms of people and traveling and, and things like that, and and all those things would come off the back of of it. But I, I really think you've got a really fantastic, even you know, one person show uh, podcast mm-hmm. where you can just you know uh, record your thoughts and put them up there for people to listen to. It's it's uh, even your cl- like clients and whatnot. It's too. it's new age blogging. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it's funny because a couple shows ago I said that I'm going to be opening up as a speaker for Tony Robbins. Bam. You got to be careful what you throw in the universe, Chris, because usually the shit that I say, it works out. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, Chris, what you said to that woman has nothing to yeah. do with that woman. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's all it's it's about it's, it's about you and, and you wanting to take her job has nothing to do with her job or anything that her, you know, and it's cool that she took it that way. And she hugged you because it's like, you know, um, <laughs> she's like, um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't have it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean. That's you have a you you have a focus and you're gonna go get it and that's the most important thing. I I just love it. So, talk to me about what's coming up. What's coming up on the agenda for 2019 for you? For sure. So I am uh, with Lifetime, and we have a few events here in Oklahoma City. We are a new club, and so we're really trying to reach out into um, this community, into the Norman, Edmond area. There's a lot of surrounding cities, and so we're really trying to get our name out there and say, hey, we have a great facility. Come try us out. Um, as far as on a national level, I have a um, conference coming up. It's called Move It, and um, it is in New Orleans. And so that's coming up in August and in, I'm kind of changing the order. So I apologize for that. But in March, I'm actually going to unleash the power within, which is Tony Robbins, huge event in Los Angeles. And so I'm excited for that. And I think that's going to be a huge game changer. Amazing. Amazing. Chris, what are your workouts like? What are the workouts? What are you, what what type of fitness do you like to uh, throw out at people? What are people doing in your classes? So as of right now, I am teaching a dance fitness format. So it's called Dance Jam. That's probably my most popular class. And I believe it's because um, a lot of my women like to unwind and they like to have fun and the lights are off. And I truly do encourage them to let go of what their day is like, let go of everything that they've done, that they've thought of, the meetings they've had, and to just be in the moment and have fun, let loose. And so they get to dance, they get to do some burpees, they get to do some squats. Um, and so that's probably my most popular class. As of right now, I'm getting certified in a format called uh, Barbell Strength. It's similar to Body Pump from Les Mills, mm-hmm. and I'll be teaching that format. And um, as personally, I love to do some Olympic lifting. I love hit training, um, and I love cycle. Talk to me. Um, were you, by the way, taking gymnastics lessons? <laughs> I was actually. Um, so my move to Oklahoma City was was um, sudden. And before I decided to move, I was training for the American Ninja Warrior. And <laughs> awesome. 
And so I was uh, taking gymnastics lessons um, and also American Ninja Warrior lessons. And I had some great friends who were helping me with that. Now, then I decided to move to Oklahoma City pretty last minute. And that was put on hold. But I'm hoping to take this year to really up my training and get better at gymnastics and get better in my American Ninja Warrior obstacle course training. So I'm hopefully that this year will be a year that I can truly pursue that. It sounds, it's so fun, right? <laughs> Having fun. fun. I'm like almost 5'10", so whenever I see someone with gymnastics, I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. I would snap in half. <laughs> I was I was really impressed with that, Chris. I just want to say on a personal level, that was very impressive with your you back. So it was like back handsprings. And you're, where are you working on your back tuck? Yeah, I was I was just working on uh, back handspring. Once I mastered that, I was looking working on a on a back tuck. It's uh, yeah, my my kids see like the Ninja Warrior show and they're like, "Dad, you can do that!" And I'm like, "No, I can't. <laughs> no, um, no. I'm, a, I'm a runner." I said, "They can't beat me in a race, though." So you know, no, I can't, but I think I can take them. If <laughs> I'd rather do an Ironman than do gymnastics, if that means anything. I've been hanging. You know, uh, I, the, go ahead. Um. I was actually talking to my husband because he is actually training for an Ironman and he has never done a try. He's never done an Ironman and he just, he's always been super fit and, and super healthy. He's actually a certified nutritionist, but he does that on the side and he's training for an Ironman right now. And so um, I told him a little bit about your journey and I don't want to scare him, but I was like, it's going to be tough, but, but you got it, babe. I'm just trying to be the supportive wife. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's a scary endeavor, but for, you know, like I just watching Christine go through it, it's, you know, one step at a time and, and, and on race day, just keep it moving. Exactly. It was great. It was great. <laughs> She's making the totally face. Fine. Yeah, it, it was no, it, Piece of cake. It's it's fine. It, it's you're just you're gonna get fit and you're just gonna keep on going. You're gonna keep on going. That's all it is. What's he doing, by the way? Which one is he doing? He is doing one down in. I don't know the Ironman for sure. I know he signed up for a try down in Waco, I believe, which is I believe in April. So that's going to be his first endeavor um, into it. He's he's already got his bike. He has all of his all of his toys. And so um, I actually tried to do a training with him the other day. It was like a ten mile run and a ridiculous swim. And I was about two miles in the run, and I thought I'm done. <laughs> that's, <laughs> great. that's great. Nice little yeah. brick workouts back to back to back. It's fun. you yep. have to be a special part. A, and I always say, quote, special person to really love it. <laughs> and you got to have a special spouse, too, to put up with all that training. The sense of accomplishment that comes with that, I, I can't even imagine how you feel afterwards. You probably feel like superhuman, which you are, but I bet you it's just... She doesn't stop it. talking about it. It's kind of annoying. Good for her. <laughs> don't ever talk about it, jerk. I'm kidding. Oh, my yeah, goodness. She thinks she's hot shit. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. So, Chris, tell us right now, where can all of our listeners find information about you? Website, Facebook, social media, Instagram. Tell us. Yeah. So social media, for sure. Instagram um, handle is K-R-I-S underscore K-Fit. That's Chris underscore K-Fit. Um, as far as Facebook, 
um, Chris Claiborne is my personal page. I post a lot of motivation, a lot of thoughts. Um, I probably need to start a podcast so that everybody won't read my really long posts. Um, and then my business uh, Facebook page is KFIT, K-F-I-T. And I have a website under construction. It's just about done, but it is kfit.fit. And so that's going to be fun to really release. And I'm excited to talk about it for the first time here. Um, but those are my social media handles. And I also have a YouTube page where I post uh, fitness um, videos. I post dance routines. I post motivation. I post a few vlogs, a few meal prepping ideas. And that is Chris KFIT. Chris KFIT. I got everything. And Chris, There's we, a lot. Yeah. We're going to be – yeah, you're you're good. Um we're going to put everything on our website. We're going to put that out on social media and share all that information so that all of our listeners can find you and, you know, maybe start following you and following your journey as well, because you've got a pretty awesome journey and a pretty amazing and bright and uh, successful future ahead of you. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very super blessed and, uh, you know, Brian and I to cross paths with you again in the future. Cause I know we will. See you. Yeah, we'll see you, and uh, we can't wait to have you back in the future on a podcast to to fill us in on what has. We want to be on your podcast. Oh yeah, K Fit. Yeah, hopefully soon. No pressure. (laughs) We'll do we'll do interviews on your on your website in the meantime. Pump you up. Yes, I'd love that. And I've never been to Oklahoma City, so we're going to talk privately about making something happen in that respect. Because I think some women in Oklahoma City could use some Christine Conti and some two fit crazies as well. I need some Christine Conti in my life. (laughs) It's frightening. Yep. (laughs) Scare myself. So anyway, Chris, thank you so very much for coming on and inspiring our listeners with your amazing story. And we wish you nothing but the best. Oh, I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. And with that said, my name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazes. And a microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.